welcome to episode three. I'm your host, J.T. Asher, president and founder of the Universal Freemason Research Society. And what is our first duty in the podcast? Well, to give the Tyler the night off, of course. This podcast is free and open to anyone interested in Masonic philosophy. Universal Freemason Research Society does not exist to entice anybody to join anything or to entice any, anybody to believe in any certain thing or to even agree with anything we broadcast here. But we do hope that something is said or something that you that we read is helpful to you as we walk our chosen paths wherever your path is leading you. So is everybody doing okay? Um, we like to call the situation we're in... Uh, with self-quarantine and uh, social distancing, uh, quote, surviving the virus, unquote. But it seems like we're more in a survival mode against the plague, doesn't it? I'll admit, at times, I've been horrified at the situation we're in, and the horrifying feelings don't easily just go away, do they? These are troubling times for sure, and it seems we need to collectively tap in, I guess, uh, to a more positive energy. But, you know, how do we do this? Is there one certain method to find positivity when everything seems rife with negative energy or even hopelessness? Yeah, I don't think there's ever one method to heal or practice wellness or self-healing. Some would rely on uh, religious practices. And as we spoke of in our last episode, uh, prayer, what Albert Pike explained as being uh, quote, focused thought in chapter one. And remember, uh, Pike wrote in, in chapter one in Morals and Dogma, uh, thought is a force. And Pike explained that thought which is unregulated uh, or regulated or any force that is regulated or, or controlled are forces that efficiently produce results. So prayer or focused thought is helpful. Uh, We could say the same regarding meditation. I'd probably uh, agree that prayer is meditation in itself. Uh, For me personally, I focus my thoughts on some self-improvement, taking some courses online and uh, some certificate courses and professional development courses online since since we've uh, been waiting to go back to work. That's occupied my mind and uh, and time, so I'm not sitting here with unfocused thoughts, which has been helpful for me, but in quiet times between online lessons, uh, yeah, the situation we found ourselves in has me feeling overwhelmed, and I'm certain many of you are overwhelmed as well. So let's just hang in there and uh, let's see you. Let's see if we can get through this going forward. That's all we can do. We're along for the ride, but hey, haven't we always just been along for the ride? We think we're in control, but we're not. As I have read uh, many Twitter feeds from several lodges in uh, England and Australia, where, in my opinion, Freemasonry is really thriving and has been for a long time, uh, I love the posts from... Uh, the lodges in England and Australia on Twitter. Uh, they see this camaraderie and energy there that sometimes we don't possess uh, in lodges in the United States. 
But anyway, I read these posts and tweets, and uh, and uh, I, I appreciate very much how deeply many brethren are missing brethren. Excuse me, are missing their lodge meetings and their time with each other. Most people are posting that they are using this time to memorize Masonic ritual to get their parts correct when lodge meetings can be held again. And I hope that many will also expand their horizons with more Masonic education as well, like reading some Pike, some Albert Mackey, some Manly P. Hall, and enjoy some Masonic artists and Masonic music as well. Uh, I think when we talk about Masonic music, we automatically think about the, the uh, magic flute with Mozart. But there's there's plenty of Masonic music out there, it's, uh, or music by uh, people that happen to be Masons. Uh, I've always said that, though there's not a thing wrong with memorizing ritual, uh, but I've always said it's equally important to educate ourselves in regards to what the symbolism and rituals uh, actually mean in Freemasonry. And oh, there's so many interpretations, aren't there? Because symbolism will always and should always mean something personal and specific to the individual. Symbolism helps us to focus our thoughts. Uh, ritualism helps us to focus our thoughts, but deep inside of symbolism and ritualism are energies, and they're positive energies uh, that help us to work through the noise of our unfocused thoughts and help us become better as individuals. And we know that as the individual becomes better and as the individual sheds the ego, the selfishness, all of those things that keep us from higher energy, then society becomes better too. Let's take a 45-second break, and uh, when we come back, we'll read from Manly P. Hall's book, The Lost Keys of Freemasonry. This is the Universal Freemason Podcast. Okay, we're back. Welcome back to Universal Freemason Podcast. Let's talk a little bit about Manly P. Hall before we read from his book. And one of my most favorite Masonic books is that, is uh, The Lost Keys of Freemasonry. Manly P. Hall was a Canadian author and mystic born on March 19th, or excuse me, March 18th, 1901, and passed away on August 29th, 1990 had a very good long life. His best-known work, The Secret Teachings of All Ages, is rich in philosophical teachings covering almost any type of symbolic meanings you can possibly imagine. Everything from uh, the spiritual symbolism of uh, birds to, uh, and, and not just birds, but particular birds, and uh, spiritual symbolism of bugs, uh, insects the whole the whole nine yards it's actually quite a good book if you can uh, you can find that book actually for free to read on uh, a kindle uh, the illustrated version of that and it's a very good book i re highly recommend it manly palmer hall also founded the philosophical research society which is still in existence today and has a research library of only uh, over five <clears throat> excuse me fifty thousand volumes many written by Manly P. Hall himself. So when I say he had a long, good life, he was productive 
uh, as well as we you, you can see. You can also view many of his lectures on YouTube these days or listen to them there. I highly recommend doing so. Manly P. Hall was a prolific speaker, and his wisdom for was uh, very far-reaching. Today we will read from The Lost Keys of Freemasonry, which Manly P. Hall wrote before he joined the Lodge. Now remember, and this is part of um, Masonic initiation, one does not become a Freemason upon joining a Lodge. Uh, one is first made a Mason in their heart, and the Lodge experience, the ritualism, should only serve to strengthen uh, that person's Masonic path and open a Mason's eyes to more truth, not exchange one truth or uh, for another uh, or issue any kind of dogma. So this should expand. So joining a Lodge should only expand your mind. You should have already had the tools to be a Mason. And the Lodge experience and ritual should expand your mind. And a little bit controversial for me to say such a thing, uh, but this is always a belief that I've held. Uh, if you disagree or agree, uh, you can let me know. Uh, I'm fine with either. I'm open-minded. So Manly P. Hall set out upon a search for truth. He studied many volumes of philosophy from many different authors, including Albert Pike, whom Manly P. Hall actually references quite a lot in his writings about Masonic philosophy. So, The Lost Keys of Freemasonry is written as a poetic and idealistic view of Freemasonry. Uh, Manly P. Hall shares his vision of what he felt Freemasonry could or should be. And he paints a spiritual transformative picture of the craft. Very intriguing book. It will suck you in, I promise you, if you can start reading it. And you can also find that, uh, this book for free online as well. Um, one of the places I like to go is sacredtext.com, I think. could be .org. Uh, uh, try either, and you'll find all sorts of books there for free, including Man or, uh, Albert Pike's uh, Morals and Dogma is there as well. So let's read from the beginning of chapter 1. This is the, the, just the first few paragraphs. Uh, of, uh, this is the... Uh, Chapter is, an, is titled The Eternal Quest, and this is from chapter 1. From Manly P. Hall, here we go. The average Mason, as well as the modern student of Masonic ideals, little realizes the cosmic obligation he takes upon himself when he begins a search for the sacred truths of nature as they were concealed in the ancient and modern rituals. He must not lightly regard his vows, and if he would not bring upon himself years and ages of suffering, he must cease to consider Freemasonry solely as a social order only. A few centuries old, he must realize that the ancient mystic teachings as perpetuated in the modern rites are sacred and that powers unseen and unrecognized mold excuse me and that powers unseen and unrecognized mold the destiny of those who consciously and of their own free will take upon themselves the obligations of the fraternity 
Freemasonry is not a material thing. It is a science of the soul. It is not a creed or doctrine, but a universal universal expression of divine wisdom. The coming together of medieval guilds or even the building of Solomon's temple, as it is understood today, has little, if anything, to do with the true origin of Freemasonry. For Masonry does not deal with personalities. In its highest sense, it is neither historical nor archaeological, but it is a divine symbolic language perpetuating under certain concrete symbols, the sacred mysteries of the ancients. Only those who see in it a cosmic study, a life work, a divine inspiration to better thinking, better feeling, and better living, with the spiritual attainment of enlightenment at the end, and with the daily life of the true Mason as the means have gained even the slightest insight into the true mysteries of the ancient rites. That's amazing, right? And this is just chapter one, and this is just the first two paragraphs of that. Now, Freemasonry is a living and breathing energy, and Freemasonry has many facets, and a truth seeker will find whatever they are seeking on a Masonic path. But as Manly P. Hall writes in these paragraphs, we should remember that Freemasonry is more than a social club. Though it is definitely social, Freemasonry is deep uh, is a deep esoteric path to more knowledge and a means to, and a means to enhance the seeker's wisdom. As Pike wrote in chapter one of Morals and Dogma, Freemasonry does not replace anyone's religion, but it should enhance the person's beliefs and open the truth seeker's mind to more truth. Manly P. Hall, as we just read, stated, Masonry, quote, is not a creed or doctrine, but a universal expression of divine wisdom. This is a remarkable expression of what Freemasonry should be to us all a life-changing and truth-seeking path to better ourselves as we work to make society better as well. So how has Freemasonry changed you? How many years have you been a Mason, and is it still as exciting as it was when you first started? I never forget uh, my my first experience with Freemasonry was actually as a very young uh, child, uh, eight, nine years old, a good family friend of ours happened to be a Shriner, and he was uh, always inviting us to the, sh- the Shrine uh, Circus at the time when that was in existence. And he would be in his Shrine outfits and stuff, and I would just gawk at him. I couldn't, you know, and he had his fez, of course. And uh, I just couldn't take my eyes off of him. I thought it was, uh, I thought it was so uh, interesting. Uh, and as I grew older, I, I started to... Uh, and and started to form my own thoughts and views. Um, I started to study uh, Freemasonry and Gnosticism, and I think I, uh, actually, I even started, uh, when I started getting serious about becoming a Mason, one of the first things I did was I decided to start uh, purchasing and bidding on on eBay and stuff like that, Uh, old Masonic artifacts that people weren't using anymore to preserve them and take pictures of them and put them online and that sort of thing. 
Um, and I do that a lot on our Twitter feed. Um, uh, and and uh, also, uh, I post it a lot on YouTube. And uh, I'll post some of those things on our websites as well. Anyway, drop us a line. Let us know uh, what you think. UniversalFreemason03 at gmail.com. And you can also visit our uh, social media sites. We have a blog. Uh, it's called Morals and Dogma Study. All one word, all grouped together there. .blogspot.com. Uh, and on Twitter, you can follow us at UFreemason. On Instagram, it's Universal underscore Freemason. And on YouTube, you can see us on the Universal Freemason channel. Uh, and on the Universal Freemason channel, as we, I've been a little bit slow on posting lately, so bear with me. There are some, some good uh, studies there, though. Uh, uh, how to Read Morals and Dogma is one. The Symbolism of the Square and Compass is another. So there's some good stuff on our channel there. Uh, so if you wouldn't mind, uh, you know, uh, give us a look-see there and... Uh, uh, give us uh, give us a like or two would be appreciated. I uh, really appreciate you all joining me today. My name is J.T. Asher. I'm president and founder of the Universal Freemason Research Society, and this is the Universal Freemason Podcast. Be well, go in peace. So mote it be.